All right, folks, and welcome once again to the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast, your daily source for fantasy hockey headlines, takes, and advice. My name is Ben Burnett, and I am joined by my co-host, Louis Ezekiel. Louis, how about our boy, Kevin LeBanc, taking one to LeBanc tonight? How does that make you feel? Oh, it's nice to see, you know. I know uh, you talked with, about him at length yesterday with Kyle, so it's nice to see him uh, get in there and find some success. I'm also cheering against the home team today. I've got a bunch of Canadians playing, so uh, rooting for victory for the Habs over the Red Wings. It makes me a little sick to my stomach, but these are the kind of things that fantasy does to you. Yeah, that's depressing. I will say that... Um... The Rangers have luckily been irrelevant long enough that it, like for the past couple of years. So it's been easier for me. But just in general, I try to uh, I try to cheer on my my Rangers whenever possible, obviously. Uh, folks, we are brought to you, of course, by the Locked On Sports Podcast Network. You can follow us at LO underscore Fantasy NHL. We are a podcast network that specializes in daily podcasts. Use us to follow up to the minute takes uh headlines for all your favorite teams and of course fantasy hockey lewis today we are going to get to some headlines and later on we are going to talk about some weekend streamers let's start with those headlines though uh the first headline that we want to talk about why don't you uh get us started here so uh we have to talk a little bit about the possibility of jack campbell getting a shot for uh some period of time in la uh, we have not seen very much success from Jonathan Quick. I think he's down at a 750 save percentage right now after an 8-2 obliteration at the hands of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, it did not look good. Uh, I believe you mentioned that since our pal JB saw him at the pool and offered him some Cheetos, uh, he has been really suffering. I believe that was a JB original tweet. So yes, ever since our friend Jade met Jonathan Quick this summer in Vermont and offered him a handful of Cheetos, he has very much struggled at the pro level. Uh, at any rate, that means that we should be on the lookout potentially for Jack Campbell. Uh, so what do you think about Jack Campbell as a backup to potentially add here? Yeah, uh, so Jack Campbell actually looked really good in uh, action last year. In 31 games played, he finished with a 928 save percentage uh, and a 2.3 GAA, which is fine, but like particularly impressive on the LA Kings. So I actually did have him in a couple of leagues, in a couple of deeper leagues coming out of the draft. I've since dropped him, but I'm, you know, if I'm goalie desperate, he's there are worse, worse spots, I feel like. Well, how about you? Yeah, I think he's pretty interesting. Um, you know, I think that we look at Quick's disastrous outings and we, you know, assume that the Kings, who we figure are bad, like they must be getting caved in, but they're actually at 52% Corsi 4, so they're getting a 52% shot share. Uh, they're in the top half of the league in expected goals against. They're actually eighth in the league for expected goals for. Uh, all of these numbers to me suggest that if Jack Campbell can be an average goalie, uh, he could find some success on this team, at least in the short term. Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want to draw too many uh, conclusions about underlying numbers early, too early in the season. But what I will say is if they're looking uh, second in expected goals against after two of those disastrous Jonathan Quick performances, they should be actually able, I, I would agree with your point, like they should be able to at least play competitively when it comes to uh, having Jack Campbell in the net. 
Yeah, definitely. You don't want to put too much stock in these numbers, and obviously they're going to train change pretty dramatically uh, with each game that takes place. But I think it does point to the fact that Quick is obviously underperforming right now uh, compared to what an average goalie would be doing. That's right. So, Lewis, our next headline is about the Florida Panthers. They switched up their line combos again this morning. Uh, they overloaded that top line with Huberto, Barkov, and Hoffman. On the second line, they have Trocek playing with Vetrano and Connolly. And on the third <laughs> line, you have Haraluk, Malgin, and Dadanoff. So, definitely what I'm looking at here is a, a bit of an uphill battle for Dadanoff and Trocek to perform while they're split off from either of those elite wingers. Is that the read that you have? Yeah, I think that's obviously a bit concerning for Dadnov in the short term. Um, you know, it could be an opportunity for you to potentially take a look at him and see uh, if his owners are feeling a little nervous because we know this is a guy who, uh, you know, can score 70 points. So it might be interesting to take a look at him. I'm a little worried just because uh, the Panthers have been struggling somewhat. So we're going to see this line blender for a little while. It hasn't affected my guys yet, but they could be next. Yeah. And so I think there will be better days ahead for these guys. Of course, it's crappy in the short term, but with players like Dadnoff and Trocek, it's not enough to drop them like sight unseen. If you're dealing with a full lineup and looking for someone to sit, this is an easy way to jump to the top of the bench for those players. But I think long term, like I'm not overly concerned about them not working their way back up the lineup. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, we've been talking about some similarities between players like a Gusev and a Dadanov. Uh, Gusev was able to climb to a higher line and had a goal last game. Uh, and certainly Dadanov is capable of doing similarly. So I don't imagine that this exile will last too long. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, moving on to Tampa Bay across the state of Florida, we've seen some uh, some huge news with Braden Point coming back, making his season debut tonight. Uh, Point obviously flourished last year playing with Kucherov. Um, so John Cooper, I feel like, is out to get me. Because first, he switches Shattenkirk down to the, the third D pair. There's rumors that Sergachev is going to jump up into that top spot. Right after I tweeted out about how Sergachev is a drop for Shattenkirk, if you can make that spot. And now he's overloaded that top line with Point, Stamkos, and Kucherov. After I said there was no way that they would load uh, two or three of those guys, uh, that they would keep those three guys overloaded on the same line. We will see if it stays this way. But uh, let's hope you got point at a discount in your draft because he's likely to have a pretty great season regardless. And if they decide to do this, I could see them absolutely torching the league. And obviously they are starting out by torching the Leafs. Uh, we know that obviously we don't have a final score yet as we record, but I imagine we'll be waking up in the morning to a victory for Tampa Bay uh, over a talented Leafs team by quite a wide margin. It's looking that way, eh? Yeah, sure seems like it. All right, Lewis. Well, up next, we're going to get into some weekend streamers right after this. Hey, Ben. What's up, Lewis? As fantasy sports enthusiasts, we like to take in as many games as we can. But you and I both know that nothing compares to the thrill of watching your favorite team, band, or show live and in person. If you love sports and you love value, and you're listening to a fantasy hockey podcast, so I assume you do, then Vivid Seats is the app for you. Vivid Seats is an online ticket marketplace whose goal is to provide you with value on the tickets to experiences that will last a lifetime. When you download the Vivid Seats app on Google Play or the App Store, you are automatically enrolled in their loyalty reward program, which offers credit back on all of their 100% guaranteed ticket purchases. Next time you want to take in a game, show, or concert, 
Download the Vivid Seats app and start earning credit for your next purchase. Enjoy their great prices and easy purchasing experience and start making memories today. Let Vivid Seats get you to your next live event. Enter the code POSTSEASON at checkout and save up to $100 on your purchase. Well, up next, folks, we're going to chat about some weekend streamers. Uh, we want to give you guys an option for forwards, defensemen, and goaltenders. And we're going to give both a regular league uh, option for streaming and a banger league option. Um, so the first thing I want to do is I'm if I'm looking for a streamer, I'm looking at my roster and seeing where I can fit a player in on the Saturday. Uh, Saturday is a pretty stacked day for games, and so it's very possible that you can't fit a streamer into your roster um, already. So definitely I want to know whether or not I'm going to be able to capitalize on that Saturday game before I make a decision. If I can't fit that spot, maybe I'm going to try and get someone on the Friday. And then if I have a second ad, I will stream them out again and get someone in on the Sunday. Or I'll look for somebody who's playing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday next week. So a great tool for uh, figuring that out is on Daily Faceoff, their weekly schedule, as I'm sure most, most of our listeners already know. So let's get to it, Lewis. I would love to hear your first forward streamer. All right. Well, I, I included a couple streamers here because my first one may not be available in your league. Uh, Riley Smith is 42% owned in Yahoo, uh, which means there are a number of leagues that don't have him. But I have to imagine there are some inactive leagues out there that maybe are depressing that number. If you are in a, a, a non-clown league, as our friend Dave Betton of Stream Scheme would say, uh, then I think uh, he's probably owned. But uh, Vegas has two home games uh, over the weekend. He's on a line with Wild Bill and Jonathan Marcheseau, uh, who are both owned in much larger numbers. Uh, both of their opponents this weekend, the Kings and Calgary, are over five expected goals against so far in the young season. Uh, so that's a player that's quite appealing to me. He also has a couple shorthanded points so far this year. So if you are in a shorthanded points league, uh, that might be something that appeals to you also. Uh, and if you are in a blocks league, certainly, uh, you know, not a ton coming from him. But if he's out there killing penalties, it also opens up the opportunity uh, to pick up a block or two, which can be useful for you uh, over the weekend. If you're especially in a cats league or you are in a very close points league match. If he is owned, I might point you towards Jordan Stahl. Uh, his ownership is only 13%, so he's very likely available. You know, this is a guy you can always rely on for shots and hits. Uh, he's got three points so far. And in one of their games, they're taking on the Islanders, who are 24th in the league in expected goals against so far. I'm pretty into Riley Smith. Definitely over Jordan Stahl, if you can get him. Uh, Riley Smith. And that line with uh, Carlson and Marsh. So they looked incredible buzzing around the Sharks in game two of the season this year. So, yeah, if Riley Smith is there, he would definitely be better than the player that I am about to recommend. Um, my pick is a hat tip to the aforementioned stream scheme host, Dave Benton. Dave gives out fantastic streaming recommendations every single week. And he put me on to Dominic Simone earlier this week. So Simone is playing top line, top power play. It's been a great wreck so far. I know he picked up an assist already tonight. We'll see how he finishes the game. He's playing with Crosby and Gensel on the, at even strength and on the power play. He's actually playing quite a few minutes and he hits a little bit. I like Simone a ton in the short term and if he can play his way into it maybe he can stick in that top six although Pittsburgh and Mike jo Mike Sullivan is a notorious line blender 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and I'll say this for Dave as well. Uh, if you check out Stream Streams, ugh. if you check out Stream Scheme, it's always a very entertaining listen as well. It's not just a list of players. You're going to get uh, all of Dave's signature uh, personality in there too. Yeah, there's a list of streamers and there's a lot of Dave, uh, especially his. I'm not sure. I assume he's keeping this, but his intro to the to the inaugural episode of this season was absolutely elite. I loved it. So I hope that that continues because it hyped me right up when I when I tuned in this week. So, yeah, hat tip to Dave for sure. All right. So the next player I want to talk about for my defensive streamer, I've got as uh, a guy who could be your scorer or your banger. I think he's contributor in a lot of these categories. Uh, Vili Heinola uh, for Winnipeg. Uh, he's playing on the second power play, um, but he's just getting a ton of really nice sheltered minutes. Uh, he's starting nearly 70% of his shifts in the offensive zone. Uh, that's helped him put up two shots a game. He's contributing about a hit and a block per game as well. Uh, he's got three points in the four games played uh, before Thursday night. That result is still pending. Uh, you know, they are going to be matched up against Chicago for one of their games this weekend. They lead and expected goals against, but they've also only played one game. So I imagine that number will be different uh, in the morning after their Thursday nighter. Billy, the Finnish granola, Heinola, if you will. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Glad to do some crunchy stats. Plus, every once in a while, I get those tasty nuggets of a point. Tasty, tasty nuggets. <laughs> uh, my defensive option is actually only 5% owned. I am very much into Hampus Lindholm. Um, so he is breaking my rule of not being available for two games in the next three days. However, uh, to, to steal a phrase from the now oft mentioned Dave Benton, friend of the podcast, uh, he has a streamagami next week. A streamagami is when a player plays Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So all off nights, uh, Anaheim is particularly good for those types of schedules. So Hampus Lindholm, you're adding maybe more. So if you're already have, if you already have a lead and you would like to, you know, get an extra game in there, but you would also, be looking towards next week uh Lindholm not a stud in fantasy hockey the way that he is in regular uh the regular NHL where he's definitely a minutes eating uh defenseman but he has been getting a fair chunk of power play time already and he's been solid this season he's got three points in his first four games he has gone on runs like this before and he's sustained them for much longer than four games so maybe this is one of those times and I am interested to see if he can do that and I can unload him when he gets a little hot I'm happy Happy to do that. So I'm. Uh, I've got Lindholm in a few leagues speculatively, and I drafted him in a deeper league as well. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to have him right now. Yeah, I think it's really nice when you can guarantee that you're going to be able to get him in for all of the games for the week. So those players with the streamagami that you can go after, I think that's always appealing. Coming up next, we're going to get into our bangers list of streamers, and we'll chat about some goalies. We'll see you in just a second. All right, Lewis, why don't you tell the folks who your banger streamers are for this weekend? All right, so uh, a banger streamer I'm into is on the defensive end, Noah Hannafin. Uh, so far, he's had about two shots, two hits, and two blocks per game over their first three games. When we're looking for points, you always want to try and get players from teams that have those quality underlying numbers. But sometimes for bangers, it can be beneficial for a team where you think maybe they'll be a little bit behind or chasing or in their defensive zone for a while so that they're hitting and getting shots against to block. 
so for Noah Hannafin, they are up against the Knights and the Sharks. Uh, both of those teams are getting above 50% of their shot share in their games so far. Uh, although San Jose obviously has not been able to do very much with that at all so far. Um, but this opens up good chances for blocks. Uh, and he's starting 55% of his shifts in the defensive zone uh, and getting over 23 minutes a game. So there are lots of opportunity for him to get out there and hit people and have pucks hit him. Absolutely. Noah Hannafin, definitely a little bit of a disappointment as far as long term. Uh, when he was drafted, definitely the hope was that he might fill a top power play role as well as be a very competent, uh, strong skating defenseman. But he hasn't really grown into that spot. But definitely I'm into the time on ice and he does OK for those peripherals. So I'm into Noah Hannafin. Um, my defensive banger option is actually Braden McNabb. So McNabb on the Knights plays a back to back Saturday and Sunday. He has 10 hits in the season's first three games. He hasn't been blocking a ton just yet, but it is something he historically does quite a bit. So he's averaged 164 blocks per 82 games over the last two years with the Knights. So if I can get a little McNabb on my team, I'm pretty happy if I'm looking for hits and blocks as we get into the weekend here and my match is uh, winding down. Yeah, and if I can just jump in with one more potential banger, only because I'm looking at some live scores right now, Blake Coleman has 10 hits just in his game so far uh, against Edmonton, and they are headed to overtime. Uh, Coleman so has 10 always, hits tonight? That's right. <laughs> oh, no. So always, uh, always available. Are you up against them? Yes, of course I am. Of course yeah, I am. Yeah, me too. Don't worry. I, I'm feeling it too, but... uh. Yeah, he's really throwing the body around very nicely. Uh, so if, you, if you've if you got him, you're pretty happy. Uh, so that's a guy you can always count on for some quality hits numbers. But tonight, uh, you know, superlative effort on that regard. Yes, and good for Blake Coleman owners. I'm not salty even a little bit right now. And for forwards, I'm looking at Nick Felino. So Nick Felino playing on Columbus. He's not getting the plush, the plum deployment that he has in the past, but he does shoot. He does hit. He has three points in three games. You could do much worse than Captain Nick on your squad. All right. I like it. I held Felino for a long time last year and picked him up uh, several more occasions along the way. So I'm a fan. You know, he's someone who will grind up some points for you, uh, even if he doesn't hit the scoreboard. So I've got a couple potential goalies to discuss. One I already talked about, Jack Campbell, is going to be tempting, but I would pay attention uh, to who he gets the start against. He is starting against the Knights. That makes me a little more concerned just because they uh, have been showing a lot of offensive prowess. But if he gets the Predators, they are right in the middle of the league right now. So he might be an interesting consideration against Nashville. Uh, another one that I am interested in that would just be a streamer exclusively would be Tristan Jari if he can get the Minnesota game. Uh, Minnesota's only coming in at 2.61 expected goals for as of this recording. Uh, so even though Pitt's in the bottom third of the league uh, for their expected goals against, uh, Jari appeals to me in that position uh, for his start of the first start of the season. Yeah, definitely. I will say I'm concerned about that uh, Pittsburgh team uh, losing Hornquist in addition to Malkin, although Hornquist, I believe, was a game time decision tonight. Um, but yeah, when you're playing against Minnesota, who apparently wants to shoot a lot against just the Winnipeg Jets, uh, I'm still interested as far as a streamer goes. Mm hmm. 
All right. Well, I'm going to get into my streamer and I am a little bit nervous to admit this one, Lewis. And the reason is I feel like I may get some virtual tomatoes thrown my way. However, I am interested in Mackenzie Blackwood. What's your initial reaction to hearing Mackenzie Blackwood's name, Lewis? Well, listen, you know that I have Schneider shares all over the place. So uh, my initial reaction is a bit of concern. Uh, I hope that uh, you can convince me here, though. Tell me all about it, because I could I could pick up Blackwood potentially, too. So uh, if you think Mackenzie Blackwood's season is on, I am ready for this scorching take. All right. That is not my take at all. Uh, my take on goalies in general is I'm buying low and then I'm letting go if they're still bad. And so with Mackenzie Blackwood, he had the really tough start with the Schneider injury that kind of threw him off his game early. He has had a weak performance tonight. So I'm a little bit more concerned than I was than I was doing when I was doing prep. Um, he has made 15 saves on 17 shots against and the Devils have looked pretty weak uh, so far with uh, just in general. Um, tonight appears to be a little bit better. However, I am a little bit, I, it, I guess what it comes down to for me with Blackwood is just that the upside from the preseason still remains. If the Devils can get it together and Corey Schneider is still Corey Schneider of 2017, 2018, then I'm happy to give a shot to Mackenzie Blackwood, who looked so good last year in limited starts. So this one is more of a speculative ad for me. He should get uh, another start this weekend uh, during their back-to-back. So I'm just, uh, I'm just adding... Mackenzie Blackwood in deeper leagues where uh, goaltending is particularly hard to come across because I think that he could be an interesting spot uh, long term as opposed to someone I'm looking at for this weekend. If there was someone I was looking at for this weekend, I might um, I might actually look at a player who I believe you referenced in a tweet today, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm Subban, who looks like he may get one of two starts in a back to back this weekend for the Vegas Golden Knights, who may be the best team in the league. Yeah, and so we'll get a little preview uh, because he seems to be starting uh, Thursday night as well. So uh, by the time you're listening to this, we'll know how that went. And he is up against Arizona, who has not been uh, super offensive lately. Yeah, so I would be a little bit more interested in uh, Malcolm Subban if you're just looking for someone this weekend. If you are looking for someone who could potentially turn into a starter, depending on if they can turn their act around uh, in this early season action, I would be a little bit more interested in Mackenzie Blackwood. Mm -hmm. And then while we're on that idea, um, you know, if you do have the option to stream Riley Smith in, uh, that's a player that I would uh, not stream back out. I don't think, I guess it depends on who you're dropping. Yeah. I'm into, uh, I'm into Riley Smith in general. I would be holding if I had shares right now. Uh, I will say before we get out of here, I added Patrick Marlowe in a league on Kyle Demetrius's advice last night, and he scored a power play goal from Carlson and Gambrel. So I'm feeling pretty good about my, uh, my singular Patrick Marlowe share already what do you think about that yeah my prediction was that marlo would score from the top line and thus keep our buddy kevin down in the bottom six and part of that has come true he did score although it was from the power play so uh leban got on the board too so i think this is a tbd situation we'll continue to monitor yeah i would think that they're both in the mix in the top six and i i'm not sure that Patrick Marlowe sticks there whatsoever, but he mentioned him as a speculative ad and I had a roster space with Patrick Hornquist on the IR. So I, I shot my shot and I got super lucky. So hell yeah, go Patty Marlowe. 
Well, you'd have um, to feel like he was going to come out with some fire uh, for his first game back in the Shark Tank. And that he did. Lewis, that is all the time we have for tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. For myself, I'm signing off. Lewis, why don't you do the sign-off for both of us? All right, folks. Well, that's that. We've had such a good time bringing you fantasy hockey every day this week. We'll be off for a few days, but we cannot wait to see you Monday morning. Uh, Please follow us at LO underscore fantasy NHL. We'd love to chat all through the weekend, give you advice, talk about pickups, drops, streamers, anything that you can think of that will help you win your day.